Welcome to the Quick Stop F1 podcast. My name is Mario and you could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us and we appreciate it. Welcome to the Quick Stop F1 Saturday show. This is Singapore race weekend. So we're excited to be here with you. But before we get into anything less important than introducing my co-host, she is... (laughs) I learned today that there is no hairstyle that she cannot pull off. And I'm excited to see (laughs) what other hairstyles will come during the pipeline. Um, (laughs) If you ever need any comments or concerns sent your way, feel free to give her an email address or phone. She will be using those. And she is, as I've said it before, and I'll say it again, she's the main reason we are all here. Welcome, Tasha. That is true. And I will (laughs) say it and you will... Excuse me, is this, I'm sorry, sorry to, I'm sorry, but is this your section of the podcast where right. you introduce Tasha or is this my section of the podcast where I introduce Tasha? Because I think it's the latter. Right. Therefore, right. therefore, right, right. she is the most hardworking person in the industry. I added that one right now off the Oof. dome just to make you feel like more compliments. Thank you. And she is the best co-host and the main reason. Oh, thank you very okay? much, Mario. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you for thank being you. here, Tasha. How are you? How are you feeling? <laughs> I'm feeling great. I am excited for this little break. I'm braiding my hair for people who are listening but not watching. My hair really is cool. in braids, but really uh, cool. it takes a while. So <laughs> I'm happy for this little break to like actually rest my fingers because, yeah. It's giving arthritis a little bit. Like I'm as I'm Ooh. braiding, <laughs> I'm just like noticing my fingers starting to lock up a little bit. Let me know. I, I know some fun. cool, like, I, I got some cool, like, hand exercises that I do because of the keyboard and the piano mm. and the thing. And you're supposed to, like, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we are here to break down the Singapore GP. Yeah. Uh, before we do that, if you are on YouTube, make sure to like, comment, subscribe. If you're on Spotify, Apple Music, make sure you download those episodes, leave a five-star review. We will be reading those. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a Patreon with exclusive ad-free content, access to merch and all that good stuff. Um, before we get into any Singapore specific information, mm-hmm. Tasha, we need to talk about, we need to provide an update or talk about things that have happened after our conversations last uh, yeah. last week with regards to Helmut Marco and him being a racist fuck and still being a racist <laughs> fuck. Um, so yeah. Tasha, what have we been seeing happening since our last episode? Um, well, I mean, uh, what kind of what we expected, which yeah. was basically a lot of people sort of uh, avoiding, like answering directly the topic, uh, specifically from Red Bull. So you had Christian Horner basically coming out and saying, like, you know, the reason why we haven't given a statement uh, about his comments or because Marco's not technically an employee of Red Bull. He's also 80 years old. So, you know, he doesn't know what he's saying. Like, I mean, I'm paraphrasing anyway. Um, and then you have Max basically saying, like, I don't think I'm the right person to educate Marco. Um, we know, by the way, Max, we, we know. Yeah, nobody we asked you to educate him <laughs> and nobody would be crazy enough to be like, right. you know who needs to educate Marco? Right. Can we get can we get Max Verstappen on this ASAP, please? Because yeah. he is the one to. We don't need you to educate him, man. We yeah. just need you to say it's fucked up what he said. That's it. And then you know you have Porcheco, who is under duress, accepted this apology, quote unquote, from Helmut Marco in private. Uh, might I add, which I think is funny, like you know publicly disrespect somebody and then privately apologize for it. So that's been fun, and of course, then the main predictable thing that we all knew <laughs> yeah, would happen. Um, it's crazy. Cr- I yeah. just want to say, I just want to say, <laughs> when when Tasha says predictable, it means Tasha literally predicted it last time. All and right? everybody, like, I mean, we all did. We were all I, just I like, yeah. who's gonna who's gonna get asked about this directly, and who's gonna actually answer directly? And obviously, the answer is Lewis. So um, that was fun because then basically he got abused for that um, as a result because you know all of his fans were like, well, Checo said it was fine between them, and the the team has apologized, and da 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 da. So you know, is now it's like Lewis is beefing with Helmut Marco or. Or instead of just like him addressing these very like racist, xenophobic comments, and uh, yeah, Here's putting on his big boy pants and, and tackling a huge issue, basically. So now it's now it's his fault. So yeah, <laughs> um, we stand by Lewis Hamilton's comment. All of that, all all of the things that he said. Um, I I was mentioning to Tasha like it's crazy to me that such an impressive person, such a, a person that like. All, all he does is 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 things to admire and respect. He's made mistakes before, just like every human being has made mistakes before. Um, but it's crazy to me that someone who carries himself the way that 
Sir Lewis Hamilton does is turned into a token minority by this sport. Mm-hmm. And it, his opinions were great. What he said was great. Uh, I'm not going to speak for him, but basically he included, which I, I liked a lot, is like this person, uh, Helmut Marco, is preventing mm-hmm. progress in the sport. Correct. And and that is a fact. Like that is absolutely true. That people like us see people like Marco do these things, and we are absolutely more uh, not shy, but we're like we think it twice about going into the the sport and going into all these conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, we are not surprised, but it is insane to me that it, it's it somehow got flipped back at Lewis. Um, yeah. Yeah. But we're not surprised because that is that is how it is with this I team. Call it. I mean, it's not even like it's it's just one of those things where it's it's like you said they tokenize Lewis to the point where you know he's the go to guy on racist talk. You know because he's the only one who really does give like a direct answer, something quotable. I believe there's a journalist on F1 Twitter who was talking about uh, essentially how Lewis creates interest in this topic, not. Apparently, because it's not interesting enough, you know, Um, because Lewis has that more direct, gives a more direct statement. It essentially helps them create articles and clicks. And he tried to, the the journalist tried to, you know, to say like, oh, it's not clickbait. But then he goes on to describe how it's exactly clickbait um, by using Lewis's name and parts of his quote to drive traffic to articles and to websites when they should specifically be speaking to the stuff that Red Bull is and in this case isn't doing, um, which is directly holding somebody accountable for that. Um, I mm-hmm. will add the FIA surprised me because I I thought they were going to do nothing about this, but uh, they did not next to nothing, which was even funnier. <laughs> um, <laughs> they didn't do they, nothing. Just a, little, just a little, they gave a little something. Um, they gave Helmet a written warning about his behavior and essentially reminded him that, you know, uh, this is a global sport and essentially he needs to watch his mouth, I guess. So uh, if I, if I, if I sent him a, sent him a message said, please, we know we all speak this way in private. Don't do it in public. Right. Keep that inside. Yeah. Keep that in the, in the house. So yeah, that was, it's just been very like Funny, but not like funny, haha. You know, yeah, type yeah, no, of, it's just like this. You couldn't write how poorly of a of a response to all of this has been. Like, I would never have a, a, a written warning. A written, a written mind warning. you, this isn't the first time he said anything or done anything like this. So <laughs> the fact that you know he's gotten away with it like twenty eight times. The first and now twenty are free, Tasha. Tasha, the first crazy. twenty are free. Right, twenty one gets you that written right now you've taken it too far like you know so speaking of um things that should have consequence that have absolutely no consequence (laughs) we are going to talk about it a little bit later we're going to talk about qualifying a little bit later but while we're on the topic of red bull doing whatever the fuck they want and getting no consequences for that during qualifying today um i'm just i'm not gonna be funny about it during qualifying today max (laughs) verstappen um incurred in three possible penalties mm-hmm. um one of them was or i think all three of them were impeding but mm-hmm. one of them was like 18 seconds of impeding um Tasha, what was the conclusion or the outcome for for max verstappen after those three penalties and the conversation mm-hmm. with the fia i mean they basically gave for so for each instance he was basically reprimanded only so no grid no grid drop uh, for him in any instance, which is crazy because the precedent this season has definitely been grid places. So <laughs> suddenly now we're giving out fines and reprimands and strongly written uh, letters. So, yeah. yeah, just kind of, you know, interesting. So if you thought that because the announcers, if you thought because of our past history and like the past history of F1 penalties, if you thought these were slam dunks for grid penalties, yeah. you're right. It's just it happened to Max. So, right. Not, yeah. Know. They don't um, see it. When they no. say they're investigating, they definitely <laughs> are They're probably not. investigating to see if they can blame someone else for it. Right, exactly. They're you like, know? who else like, can... You were in the way. Actually, no, that was during uh, yeah, yeah. one of the... one of the uh, Logan. Was it Logan? Well, but it was like... So when Max was accused of, uh, you know, impeding the pit wall, I remember there was a point in the broadcast where they were like, well, oh, let's yeah. take at the instances of everybody else impeding and impeding Max. And it's like... 
they had to bring other people into it. It couldn't just be that Max was sitting in the pit lane, you know, obstructing everybody behind. Like half of the grid was behind him waiting to go. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's like, oh, well, how can we turn this around on everybody else? And it's like, dude, like this is this is the shit we're talking about when we say it's like clearly not fair for everybody on the, you know, exactly on the grid. It's not. It's literally not. Literally not. Huge bias. And so it's it's just interesting that it's like once again, we're seeing stuff that's been slam dunk penalties all season. And suddenly now we don't know how to punish those to the precedent gives, that has been set. So I just think that's interesting. Yeah. It's that family guy meme where it's like the, the different colors on a little notebook. Yes. And it's oh, like, yeah. fine, no fine. And right. you know, it's, it's, they, at least they do, you know, apparently at this point they're, they're down with yeah. doing it out in the open. You yeah, know, apparently so no, at this point, I, yeah, I don't want to hear any conspiracy theory shit. Like, you know, people are making stuff up or making it's it is what it's in. It's on 4K. Like, <laughs> literally, if you have eyes and you can see, you can see what's going on here. Like, it's any at this point, like, there's none of that. Uh, you know, you guys are making stuff up. You're just coming at them, whatever. Like, no, it is. We're just reporting the news. So that's it. If you didn't hear that, <laughs> go back and listen to it again. Literally just reporting what's happening here. We're just reporting like, this is yeah. literally just yeah. reporting what's happening. <laughs> like, just like when we reported that, you know, remember when Lewis Hamilton and Checo had a really, 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 really tiny thing. And then mm-hmm. Lewis Hamilton got uh, a fine, not a fine, but a penalty so quickly that it, it left us. Yeah, I left us wondering, why. wow, the FIA must have a team dedicated to bring up penalties because these were so quick. Um, but no, it really depends on, I guess, skin color. Anyways, um, <laughs> we are excited to cover qualifying, but you know, we, we, we were, we were and are, and probably are going to still be forever as we're fans of this sport on racist watch and wanted to make sure that we provide an update for that. Um, before we go into all of our qualifying stuff, Tasha, anything you want to add before we go into a little quick ad break? No, I think... I think that's it. That's it. We covered it. Okay. So far. Yeah. Okay. We do have a bunch of tweets. Uh, so thank you very much for all of you who reached out to us with your predictions. Mm-hmm. We're definitely going to read those a little bit later. Um, remember, you can reach out to us on our socials, whether it's Quick Stop, whether it's Tasha or I. Um, and thank you for watching and listening. If you're on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. We'll talk in a second. So there was a qualifying in Singapore. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was going to be at a much, much more terrible time. So yeah. I just want to say shout out time zones, I guess, because it it wasn't that bad. Nine, 9 a.m., you know, mm-hmm. that was fine. Um, I wanted to mention some quick bullets about things that have happened since uh, last week that aren't racism related. Um, so <laughs> we and uh, they announced they, me being F1, announced that Joe Guan Yu is mm-hmm. back with Alfa Romeo for next year. Um, I also just forgot about this. So mentioning that Alfa Romeo is actually becoming Sauber next year. Mm-hmm. And then they're becoming Audi the year after that. Right. Um, we've been, I think, real quick, like, I have pretty positive opinions about Joe Guan Yu. Um, I do think he would be doing better if he wasn't in an Alfa Romeo. But you and I have talked about Bodas, about Valtteri, mm-hmm. and about Joe Guan Yu, and like how it feels sometimes that it's like do something. Yeah. Do you? Did you like this signing? Do you think? It, yeah, I'm happy. It does any? Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I think I'm no happy that he still has his seat. I feel like he's been a despite the issues with the car, and I think mm-hmm. I'm talked about this like in the past, where it just sort of feels like the team's in like a limbo situation where yeah. it doesn't feel like they're really dedicating a lot of. Um, at least resources at this point to like updating this car. I mean, I think they've had some upgrades, but it just hasn't really like moved the needle in terms of like overall car performance. But I think both Valtteri and Joe both put in like very strong performances for what they are mm-hmm. working with. Um, you know, you would expect that they were both like dead last in the drivers' championship, Honestly. but that's actually not the case. They're pretty, um, you know, somewhere in the middle of the pack. I don't know their exact. Um, numbers at the moment no but, but still their performance has been they're performing a lot well. better than what yeah. you would expect i think yeah and i agree i think joe like in a, in a different car uh or on a better team i think we would see even more from him but i think he's put in like solid enough like since his rookie year he's been really solid to me as a driver so i think and with him and valtteri both saying at the same team and they seem like they 
both work really well together mm-hmm. and they like each other, get along. I feel like as long as they kind of keep that dynamic, I, I imagine when the car gets better, we'll see even stronger performances from both of them. But yeah, I agree with you hundred yeah. percent. I hope the car gets better because it's literally just like you said, like it, there's so much limbo and there's so mm-hmm. much like, it feels like they're just cruising until Audi comes in 2026. Yeah, exactly. And, just taking and up a little space. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> which is not ideal, but yeah. but at least the drivers, I, I really like both drivers. Um, so so it's good to see uh, Joe get another chance. Mm-hmm. Um, additionally, uh, again, this is us reading the news. This isn't giving opinions. But this <laughs> next one, uh, there was a new technical directive going into mm-hmm. effect. It is TD018. Um, it provides, cl- I'm just reading this because I can't be asked, but it provides clarity around bodywork design details and in particular front and rear wings that according to FIA single seater technical director, Tim Goss, try to get most of the boundaries that exist within the regulations. Um, I think really we saw a, a, a bit, I guess a summary of this really was the flexible wings, how flexible mm-hmm. a wing can be on a car. Um, right. And I believe that uh, Red Bull had a wing that wasn't approved by this mm. technical directive. So I think that Aston is, was in there as well. I was okay. I think Aston yeah. allegedly, supposedly. Allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say allegedly. Red Bull is 100%. Right, right. Allegedly, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so that did have a change in yeah. the in the Red Bull car, Aston Martin. Um I wonder if that had any effect. We'll find out soon. Um, <laughs> but with that, really, uh, we will move on to... We we always like to talk a little bit about practice, just briefly. And, and we do have some yeah. notes. So for the Singapore GP, um, this is a high downforce street circuit. I mentioned that because in the broadcast, they mentioned that it is very... It is almost a 180 degree from mm. Monza. Where where Monza the package that you have to prepare for Monza was completely right. is completely different with what you have to do uh, for the Singapore GP. There's going to be 62 laps, and each lap is roughly five kilometer length. Hmm. Um, during the free practices, uh, Albon didn't participate in one of those, um, but yeah, the I think if anything, Tasha, were there mm-hmm. any drivers during free practice? That you thought, like it looks pretty good, like consistent. Maybe, maybe you were like, if this is if this keeps up, they might be do really well in qualifying. Did any drivers stand out to you? Yeah, I think it was definitely Carlos Sainz. I feel like since um, you know Monza, he's just been looking really like On. confident. Yeah, yeah, just very. I got this. So he, that kind of energy has been exuding lately. So yeah, he looked really good in all practice sessions. Um, George has been looking really good. I also think Lando as well. I know yeah. he got a, a new package update. Um, mm-hmm. It's not on both McLarens, but he got a new update as well um, for this race. So the car looks really strong. He looks really strong. I think those three kind of stood out to me for practice. Yeah. Um, and everybody else is kind of, you know, did their thing. They're like little testing and whatever. So yeah. yeah. I agree with McLaren specifically, um, yeah. and and Lando shrugged, shrugged it off, but th- they were saying that the data was showing McLaren as the dominant car this weekend after mm. Red Bull. Nice. So so it's it's like you said, like it looks like that package um, in Lando's car is yeah. is is working well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Sainz and George Russell looked like just consistent. Like yeah. really consistent during practice. And that they was both cool. look very focused. I mean, yeah. uh, I would say the similarity between both of them is the fact that like, you know, as teammates to, you know, more popular people, mm-hmm, let's just mm-hmm. say, um, I think they tend, the narrative for them tends to be like, you know, uh, they're not as good or like they're kind of getting washed or whatever, you know, like either yeah, way, absolutely. like there's just been a huge narrative not necessarily positive toward both of them. And I think after summer break, they both kind of came back and were like, yeah, you know, F that, I'm just going to, that's a good point. Yeah, do yeah. my thing and like whatever happens happens, and it does seem like at this moment, like momentum is is kind of swinging swinging for both of them. So yeah, yeah. Carlos Sainz still does not have an extension with Ferrari. Like <laughs> he's like, what do I got to do? Yeah, and I'm saying like I'm saying yeah. to your point, it's like yeah, you have that hanging over you as Carlos Sainz, and yeah. and you still come back from your summer break, and you're like, fuck it, I'm just I'm gonna 
fucking I'm a ball. Yeah, and, ball out, yeah. Yeah. And it's <laughs> we'll see. It's still no extension though. That's <laughs> yeah. Uh that's crazy. Um, but I do agree with you 100 percent McLaren, uh, specifically George Russell and, and Carlos Sainz did look really good. Yeah. Um as you as you have might have noticed, if you uh, listen to this podcast or watch this podcast, Tasha brings you the heavy hitters, the good stuff, the stats, the smarts. I bring this F one TV. We were all, we were all on iguana, lizard, reptile watch during the during the uh, practice <laughs> sessions. Um, here, this podcast was also under reptile watch uh, with mm-hmm. the whole helmet Marco thing, but but now we're talking about actual <laughs> uh, lizards on track. Right. Um, F1 TV, y'all did like a five minute segment <laughs> on how people need to uh, react, approach, behave around lizards. Um, y'all taught me that lizards are a protected, uh, a protected species in Singapore. Um, <laughs> great lessons. Um, maybe you should also teach that racism is bad and maybe talk about it for more than 30 seconds like you yeah. did uh, this week. Because, <laughs> damn, can you guys talk about lizards, but apparently can't talk about the <laughs> biggest lizard of all in Helmet Marco. But I guess, you know, we I, I learned a thing, which is also, right. which, which is great. Um, yeah. If Marco ever drops a song and it starts with, there's a lizard on the track, that's a fucking fire producer track that's a fire producer oh tag gosh. lizard on the track Ooh, <laughs> i really like it i really like it um so that's a hard-hitting journalism that yeah. i bring to this show and for people who didn't watch practice he just means because there were like what three times they got flagged for yep huge lizards Ooh, i wasn't gonna ask the, the question track. but now you walked yourself right into it <laughs> oh tasha okay. they were talking about they were talking about and yes she's absolutely right i should have provided the context that there were actual right. lizards on track <laughs> during these sessions <laughs> Um, they're talking about the following. We might have to add an animal on track flag. Like mm-hmm. we have the meatball flag. Like we have the shepherd flag. Like we have flags in F1. Mm-hmm. And they said that they were, tr- maybe we add a animal on the track flag. Um, to that, the easiest layup I came up with is maybe we add a racist in the paddock flag and we wave that. But <laughs> <laughs> Tasha, if you were to add any flags uh... into a Formula One practice qualifying race doesn't matter what would that flag be i'm gonna uh, i'm gonna say a nap flag like everybody just take five like i don't like what's going on here y'all have attitudes like everybody's all cranky because it's hot take a nap everybody take five yeah it'll be fine the race engineer power nap flag when Mm -hmm. you get to you know gp here's max doing the max thing he's like all right let me yeah yeah. This, this, yeah. Okay. You need a nap. You're cranky. I yeah. like it. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Also, <laughs> I would love it for us. You know, we could also look at that flag and be, huh? Yeah. I could use a little nap. I that could have used a nice. nap today after quali. During quali, I'm not going to lie. There was like a big delay at some point. I was like, yeah, this could have been a nap. This, yeah. this could have been an email. It's always, you know it's, always like hand, it. <laughs> it's always hindsight 2020 with naps. You're always like, ooh, I could have fit a nap there. But mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. So, yeah. Um. Anything else from practice? Oh, I guess the one... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say the one... The last thing from practice was kind of... Uh, which feeds into quality is Red Bull's performance. We... Yeah. So, uh, last race, Max extended his his win uh, in a row record to 10. This weekend, we're expecting, but now kind of questioning if he can make that 11 for him and then 15 for Red Bull. Um, And going into the weekend, I do know Max kind of kind of questioned a little bit like would this track kind of suit their yeah. car they may have issues and from the practice fp1 fp2 especially like their car definitely seemed like kind of a handful they weren't really getting a handle on it and all the adjustments that they were making weren't really like making the uh making the car drive drive better so there was that fp3 it looked a bit better um in terms of like handling some you know better grip but kind of on the back foot so in terms of performance red bulls streak of winning is kind of up in the air and yeah that was kind of that was kind of the big news from 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 practice so because i think I all of us very, were sandbagging so i was like oh, i don't really me too. trust this yeah. me too i was gonna say i was very skeptical <laughs> yeah. i was like yeah red bull red bull yeah 
I even went to, I even thought like, yeah, it's very convenient for the storylines. If Red Bull starts like sandbagging and then it's like, oh, Red Bull suck now instead of talking about Red Bull racist. So mm -hmm. like, I even went as far as thinking about that, but. <laughs> You're thinking like 4D chess in terms yeah, of like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Overdoing it. Overdoing <laughs> yeah. it. But, uh, <laughs> but it, but apparently the, whatever was happening in practice, apparently kept happening. Yeah. Um, One thing that they mentioned, uh, and we talked about this pre-show, but it's. There was a change in the track in Singapore mm -hmm. to add a fourth straight where there was a where there was a turn before, mm -hmm. and they were talking about whether they wanted to add DRS to that straight, um, and there was a voting. Uh, the drivers voted on it, and out of the twenty uh, drivers, or maybe I don't know if reserve drivers vote as well. I'm not sure, but four drivers uh, or four teams apparently said no. Hmm. Um, so there won't be a DRS on that straight. I I am like be my thought process, which which is which is I think incorrect, really. But like my thought process was like, who would want DRS that isn't Red Bull? Um, but apparently it goes a little <laughs> bit deeper. Like yeah. It, apparently, yeah. So I would be interested, unless you tell me that I'll, I don't know. I don't. Know. I'd be interested to see who voted on those. Um, but there won't be a a fourth DRS uh, spot. So there's going to be three DRS during the race. Um, and with that, I think we can just go straight into this quali mess. Quali, you know? yeah. So, um, <laughs> we, we obviously, uh, Singapore qualifying session was earlier today. Uh, mm -hmm. we always like to record a little bit later just to, uh, take the temperature of stuff like Max Verstappen getting away with murder and nobody caring. Um, mm -hmm. and then Lewis Hamilton, like hitting a fly and getting a penalty. So we always like to gauge those things. Um, so for qualifying one for Singapore, mm -hmm. we lost in order from 16th to, through 20th. We lost Valtteri Bottas, Oscar Piastri, Logan Sargent, Joe Guan Yu, and Lance Stroll. Tasha, what do you yes. got for us with qualifying one? My notes. Okay, so I basically immediately noticed uh, Lando coming out the gate like super strong. Um, he goes P1 basically, and then Leclerc takes it shortly after. It's kind of a theme in the quali where um, Ferrari and uh, Lando's McLaren are kind of battling each other, you yeah. know? So it kind of starts right away, first session. Um, I said Perez, Verstappen, Sainz, and Piastri are slower, but they're all kind of like in the mix at this point. Uh, Russell goes fastest in sector one, goes P1 on his first lap. Hamilton's about two tenths down on him and goes P5. Um, I said Ocon and Albon look decent, but definitely not impressive this weekend. Um, and I don't know what that could be attributed to, but they just kind of didn't look super in the mix yeah. at first. Um, Gasly shoots up to six, Alonso P5. Um, Max puts in a better lap for his next lap, goes P1. Um, and then Sainz immediately goes faster by like six one hundredths. And you have Leclerc still in the hunt. His next lap is like P3. Um, and then I said, like, with five minutes to go, we see the top of the sheet. The top five are Sainz, Verstappen, Leclerc, Russell, and Norris. And then the bottom five are Stroll, Sargent, Albon, Botas, and Joe. And then everybody comes out for the last couple minutes, obviously. Yeah. Track evolution is a huge part of this. Um, I do remember in practice three, they were saying that it had rained a bit earlier. So all the rubber and oil, everything kind of got, like, washed away. And so they were kind of, you know, adding to that... Um, to the rubberization of the track during yeah. I know a few times they mentioned mm -hmm. uh, during qualifying one, they mentioned that mm -hmm. the track was still really dusty. Yeah, really dusty. Yeah. Um, but even still, you see the track kind of start to ramp up toward the last couple of minutes, which is how we end up with Yuki. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Uh, Why are you already <laughs> laughing? Why are you already <laughs> laughing? I always am laughing. Um, Yuki, <laughs> Yuki P1. Magnuson P2. That's what you're laughing. That's what you're laughing. <laughs> Question mark. Yeah. Um, Perez finally goes up to P2. Um, and then we have he's the big. Alive. He's alive. Like he's just not there. I mean, nah. again, kind of a weekend where he's just sort of like not really mm -hmm. there. Um, but then we get the big thing from Q1, which is that Lance Stroll hits a wall and red flags the the remaining part of the session. It looked, um, it looked rough. The crash looked gnarly. Like half. It did. Almost three fourths of the front are gone. Like it's just one of those crashes where they, I think they even mentioned like if this was another period in time, exactly. he may yeah. not have survived it. So all of the safety features of these cars definitely 
were put to the test. Um, mm-hmm. It was a pretty rough crash. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely happy that he's okay because I. Yeah. It was just it looked bad. So I was um, mentioning I was mentioning when that happened that um, yeah. I was talking about pre-show that the onboard camera was left on before. Obviously, the onboard is always on, and then that mm-hmm. crash happens, and. They left the onboard camera on for, for like the whole time that he's mm. getting out and everything. And you could see him like, it looks like I, I might be completely wrong, but it looks like the crash was so strong that he even struggled to take out the steering wheel from mm. his car. Like you could see him for like 30 seconds rotating it around and like yeah. uh, trying to pull it out and everything with the, with the steering wheel. Yeah. Um, and then they left it on to just a little no, like they, they left it on. After the marshals came and like until the car was stored away and everything. So that onboard's pretty interesting if anybody wants to go back to yeah. look at it. Yeah. That was the crazy. That was wild to see. Um, so with that happening though, you had quite a few people who quite a few people who weren't able to improve on their um lap times just after that flag. It was kind of over um but you did have some people who were sort of saved by the bell and one of them is was hamilton i think he was like uh-huh. 14 13 um, yeah, 14 something like that so yeah it wasn't looking that great for for mercedes per we've year. talked about um, this and you've talked yeah. about this in almost every show <laughs> lewis yeah. hamilton does what he does in qualifying but he does it in a stressful stressful yeah way yeah like so. I don't know. I would I would almost try to be a little bit more what do I know? But like I would be I would try to be more aggressive at the start of qualifying or something because it really does feel like Hamilton yeah. is always like doing well but at the very end like like skin of the teeth sort of thing. So yeah, yeah uh, not great for us, but you know, we move. And so <laughs> we do move. We, we absolutely move. move. Um, and then something <laughs> I kind of forgot to mention is some at some point in there, Max was stopped at the end of the pit lane for about uh 18 seconds while the light was green and this is when he was noted for impeding which later we find out that he's only getting reprimanded for uh, a reprimand so it was only yeah. 18 seconds yeah it was just a little it was just 18 seconds is 18 seconds nap, a lot the nap flag came out and he just needed a little power nap the so, nap flag yeah. came out okay okay yeah. I meanwhile say, i will uh, say the last person sorry the last person no, who did uh sergeant also impeded stroll in q1 and he actually got a five thousand euro uh, fine for Williams and yeah, because it, they failed to inform him of an approaching car. So take that with so much however you would like. Yeah. To, mm-hmm. to them, you know? Yes. Yeah. Um, again, hard hitting journalism right here. Everybody needs a friend like GP. <laughs> yeah. He's, he holds it down. Like he GP, GP trying cover, his yeah. best yeah. to be like, <laughs> oh man, that car, I'm Max, the car, yeah. right? No, yeah. you were impeding and you were napping for 18 seconds. Yeah. But it's fine. Yeah. Nothing happens to you when you impede 18 seconds. Correct. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. It's, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so we had um, at really at the, we had a huge, not a huge, we had a long break in between mm-hmm. uh, Q1. Yeah. It was um, that accident. Oof, yeah. Every, everybody's okay. That's, that's really good. Um, my suggestion to fix impeding is we add horns to these F1 cars. I'm gonna yeah we'll we'll write a letter uh to them and see oh yeah you will you will you'll find a phone number and you will call with comments questions comments concerns like actually yes I do I do have some so um that was Q1 uh you know not not ideal the way we moved on but we moved on um Man, what do you think, real quick? What do you think about this? What is going? What is? What do we do with Stroll? He needs to go. He's done. But like, You're done. But like, yeah, yeah. Like the, Lawrence and or his investors or somebody like they just got to come to their senses. I'm sorry. Like this is this is not. He's the had sport the chance. He's had a yeah. lot of chances, and he's not the worst. Yeah. But he's had enough chances to prove that he's better than he is, and he's not. The I mean, the car is just. So it's capable of so much more than what he can do. And it's not even just that he's crashing, but it's also just that he's nowhere. Like he'll be, you know, P18, P16. You know what I'm saying? Like he's just constantly not in the mix. The fact that he's not even in the mix helping Alonzo score extra points is like, that's who is seventh, by the way. Yeah. I I hate to skip, but like to prove your point, like Lance is going to be watched, going to be starting at 20th if his engineers can pull off. And meanwhile, Alonzo is at seventh. So yeah. the car is there. The car is there. I don't. The driver. I don't is know. Yeah. <laughs> we move on to qualifying two. In qualifying mm-hmm. two, we 
Wooey ball. Wooey ball. Um, so qualifying two comes up, and from 11th to 15th, we lose Max Verstappen, Pierre Gasly, Sergio Perez, Alexander Albon, and Yuki Sonoda. Mm. Yeah, that was fun. Um, so let me just recap real quick. Yeah. Uh, so Max goes out first. He's likes to be first out. He goes immediately P1, then K Mag. Question mark. <laughs> Lando and Science come up, uh, come up behind them, and they all kind of top the timesheets. Um, at some point, Red Bull, I look, they're like seventh and eighth on the timesheets, which yep. is again very strange. But this is kind of par for what's happening with the car this weekend. It doesn't, it mm-hmm. just doesn't seem like it wants to perform. Um, noted again that Russell looked really strong this weekend. He's been faster basically than Lewis. He goes P one, and Lewis right behind him goes P five. Uh, Max is impeding Yuki this time. And allegedly, ale- well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, then I, then you kind of learn on the broadcast that because that kind of ruined his lap, he's essentially just going to like hold out and do one lap at the end. Yeah, stick a pin in that. Mm-hmm. Um. So with five minutes to go, we have Russell, Alonso, Signs, North, and Hamilton at the top of the timesheet. Perez, Hulkenberg, Lawson, Albon, and Sonoda on the bottom. Um, and yeah, from there we have Max goes out again. Um, Red Bull is still struggling for grip. He kind of has like a little bit of a moment. So it kind of ruins his, his time. Uh, he's not improving. Meanwhile, we, we go to another turn and Perez is spun out. So he's like, you're done. This is, I mean, like we only have like two minutes left of the session at this point. So he's done. Um, like I said, Max didn't improve. Perez is out. Um, then we have the young legend Liam Lawson, who does us Who's all going a to solid. Get free meals, free meals <laughs> for life. <laughs> like, wow, I was not familiar with your game, sir. Um, yes, sir. So you had Max sitting at uh, P10. He was the driver yes. in danger. Yes. And Liam Lawson comes and knocks him out, um, mm-hmm. sealing his spot in Q in Q3, which was crazy. And possibly doing the opposite of sealing his spot in Rebel. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, he I mean, again, shocked to us all, at least about Max. I mean, you yep. assume that he would have been been able to kind of get through the skin of his teeth, but no, Liam um knocked him out. And yeah. So from there, we had just like a little bit of a top five situation. Science, Russell, Alonso, Magnus, and Norris. Um, Max receives his reprimand for impeding Yuki, which now we know resulted in nothing happening. No um, way, shocker. I'm so also, interestingly, that. Yuki didn't set a final lap. So after I had said um, that, you know, Yuki he had would, plans of saving going... it for the last. Yeah, mm-hmm, he, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that didn't exactly happen. Interesting to, yeah. it's super fascinating to me that yeah. it was about a two, it was about a 10 second difference in commentary when they said Max P10, mm-hmm. Yuki quit his lap. Right. In, I, and again, he went P1 in the first, you know, first quality session. So the card wasn't exactly like in a position where it couldn't have gotten out of the bottom. Mm-hmm. So it is very interesting. Sus. That, uh, yeah, he just didn't go. You know, he go, well, he did his part of his lap and then he backed out. So I'm just, I don't know. Yeah. It's crazy they haven't installed the the kill switch on Liam's car. Yeah. They must have forgotten to install Mm. the kill switch on it. Yeah. You know, because they do. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't, in the onboarding package for him, they, because it was all happening so fast. It was so fast. It was so so fast. mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they were just probably missed a couple of important notes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um. I didn't talk about this in the pre-show, but they, I, I heard it during the broadcast about Liam. It was pretty pretty cute. Um, he used to be, a, not used to be, he, he was a fan of F1 growing up and everything. And, and he and his mm-hmm. father would, would watch F1 together. And they really wanted yeah. to go to Singapore uh, GP. And they oh, talked yeah. about going and they talked about going and they never went. Um, so this week, uh, Liam Lawson is driving in Singapore. That's and his awesome. mom and dad are with him at the track. That's so. Dope. That is a cool, that is a, just a cool story to hear yeah. from. And, and, and the lesson is if you want to go to Singapore, become an F1 driver. Become an F1 driver. Obviously. That's, yeah. that's all you got to yeah. do. Like, <laughs> uh, so it's cool that he did this there yeah. also with his family. Like, um, but it's a shame that Rebel will never hire him ever again yeah. after what he did. To, but let me just tell you, uh, from my perspective as a fan, like I am, thank you. Like you just did something yeah. that we've all been waiting for. I mean, yeah. I'm sorry. 
it needed to be done. Like I'm it, absolutely. He did it. He's the man. So like that's absolutely. how I, I, I don't know. Like for me, I'm just like with Red Bull. This is the weekend that they deserve so far. You know, with this, everything happening, like you see how God don't like ugly. You know what I'm saying? Even the lizards don't like ugly. The FIA wouldn't do anything. F1 wouldn't ban anybody from the paddock. But you know what God said? He said, you God guys said. will not complete the next round of quality. So whatever happens from here happens. <laughs> God the, shitty part, the, the shitty part yeah. is we're not. We're, we, the Sheko thing is like yeah. par for the course for him recently. <laughs> And yeah, that nothing changed there. So exactly, just, exactly. Yeah, so we're we're, we're talking about all thing, this max yeah. max thing because it is it is it's for, it is mm-hmm. different. But like Checo, even the spin, I was like, of course, yeah, of course. Um, Did you see the tweet that was about Max uh, complaining or in response to Lewis saying that he didn't have strong teammates? Max, two weeks later, his rebuttal was, "Well, all my teammates, ironically, uh, finished ahead of him in quali uh, last week in Monza or whatever." Well. This week, Max and all of his former teammates were in the bottom five. So (laughs) I love it because they're all grouped up together. Like we're all friends here. We're all buddies. Yeah, we're all besties. So I just thought that was like a little funny thing to put in there. But it's just funny how Uh, you know life life comes at you fast. Exactly. 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 Um, So Max and his damn Max is five. Max, Gasly, Checo, Albon, Mm -hmm. and Yuki. Mm-hmm. All together, gangs um, all here. Yeah, gangs all here. It's a sh- shame that Lewis Hamilton is up there, though. Yeah, uh, didn't make it to the party. He didn't. Ma- Lewis didn't make it to this party this time. Right. Um, okay, so that's Q two. Yes, and then we go into our Q three, mm-hmm. and we've got you know we got to put it all on the line. Uh, our starting grid. I yeah, whatever. I'll go to starting grid. The starting grid for tomorrow's race for the top ten is going to be. Carlos Sainz, mm-hmm. George Russell, Charles Leclerc, Lando Norris, Lewis Hamilton, Kevin Magnussen, <laughs> Fernando Alonso, <laughs> yeah. Esteban Ocon, Nico Hulkenberg, and the man who will not pay for a meal uh, one another day in his <laughs> life, Mr. Liam Lawson. Mm. That is your top 10. Nice. Yeah. Tasha, what was- do you got for us for Q3? Fun session. Um, you know, uh, very exciting. We have Science Norris, Alonzo, and Leclerc all come out first and they're battling it out to start. You have Science at the top of the top uh, of the timesheet. Um, I just feel like, you know, he's just putting his foot down essentially. So it's been a good battle, but he's basically saying this is mine. Uh, Russell goes P4 and Lewis P5. It I wrote, I just like, I don't really see the pace situation. Yeah. It's for us. We didn't, hear much. Really... we didn't hear much from Lewis during yeah. qualifying. Yeah, I, like, I think like I tweeted something like his. I think I tweeted something like you know his his strategy for quality was just surviving because it did sort of feel like <laughs> yeah nothing special was happening. I mean he's he's not doing horribly, but it just felt like you know it it just wasn't very like uh, flamboyant performance. Essentially, he's just getting mm-hmm. the car over the line and calling it a day. Um, so at some point we have Ferrari one and two provisionally. Um, and I wrote that science has looked like the stronger of the two drivers this weekend, which yep. he has Charles kind and of looks to me like he was or last and last week. Yeah. It's definitely last been week. a string of performances, but Charles definitely to me looks like a little bit more frantic in the car. Like he's just trying, he's like overly driving the car. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's not really getting the result out of it this time. Um, with five to go, we had science, Leclerc, Norris, Russell, and Hamilton, um, all in the top five. And then with the two-minute warning, we had Norris, Sainz, Leclerc battling it out for pole. Sainz's middle sector was not looking great. Um, and still, he was able to put it on provisional pole. Norris just missed out going P2. And then he dropped to P3 after Leclerc goes second. Russell yep. comes out of nowhere. And out he of goes nowhere. P2 and misses pole by 72 one-thousandths. And actually, the top three are all separate. Uh, Sainz, Russell, and Leclerc, it's like... Uh, 70, 79, uh, 1000s basically. 79,000 of a second separates that's the crazy. top three. Like, that's don't blink. Yeah. Crazy. Um, also, Lando and Hamilton are about 0. 0.2, yeah. 0. 0.2 seconds away from each other. Uh, it's crazy how interesting a uh, mm-hmm. qualifying session can be when it looks like all cars are capable of doing something special. Right. Um, we basically swapped in Q3. We swapped Red Bulls for Hosses. <laughs> that was wild. I was like, wow, no Red Bulls, but two Hosses. Like, okay. I, I, 
<laughs> All right. I don't get it. I don't get it. Per- yeah. Personally, I don't get it. But good for them. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah, good um, for them. Yeah. I, um, I think obviously race pace can be a completely different situation and mm-hmm. story, but it's still, I don't know. I don't know that it, I don't know. We should celebrate two Haases in Q3 because I think that is a very rare thing. To I'm surprised happen. one of them didn't put it on poll to be. That would have been the only other thing that would have made this session just Amazing. exactly as chaotic as it as it sounded. Like came but back on poll again. Why not? I'm yeah. excited for the start of the race now because it's like yeah. This is it. The, the start of the race used to be like I wonder if anybody can overtake Max for first uh, during the first few yeah. laps, or it's like <laughs> how far is Max going to go, and then these guys are going to fight. Now it's like literally your top ten can 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 be a whole ass fight start of race. Yeah, like yeah. your top five can one hundred percent swap around each other in the first yeah. uh, in the first lap. So yeah. it's it, I'm very uh, I'm excited to see that obviously the whole race, but the first few mm-hmm. laps. Um, yeah, and they're not separated by much. I mean, they're definitely all kind of in a position where anybody's race. I mean, I do expect the Red Bulls to have some kind of movement upward trajectory, but it still does feel a little bit with this track, the way that the overtaking can kind of be an issue. Um, I do see like strategy being a huge, taking a huge, uh, you know, part in this. this. Yeah. Yeah. Tire degradation is a huge role in this. So there's always that potential of something interesting happening. So speaking of potential of something interesting. Yes. It was the year 2017. <laughs> a driver by the name of Sir Lewis Hamilton started P5 mm. at the Singapore GP. Mm. And you know where Sir Lewis Hamilton ended after P5? I think I know this. The good sir won that race. <laughs> Top step, yeah. <laughs> so as far as copium goes. <laughs> right. Inject it, yeah. There's a world. There's a world. (laughs) There is a world. I mean, there is a world. The car, the funny thing with the Mercedes is like, it doesn't look impressive in quality, but it always is impressive in the race. So yeah, Yeah. there's a, there is a world. There's a world. We're talking, you know. And I agree with you 100%. Like Lewis felt uh, quiet during this qualifying (laughs) session. Yeah. But look at what the quiet trans, like translates Mm -hmm. to. It's always the quiet ones you got to watch out for. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like there's a yeah. there's a world where he anyways, anyways there's a world. Um, <laughs> we're not we're not you know we're, we we know how it works here. Like there is a world where Red Bull absolutely goes up, yeah. gets hit, gets their first and second place because that mm-hmm. you know Thanos and everything. But I think this is going to make the race a lot more interesting at the start of it. Yeah. Um. So, what are your thoughts? Because I remember that I asked you this when we were talking about. Uh, if it wasn't Nick DeVries race or something like that, but mm-hmm. because Liam Lawson is here, this is his third race. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the best he's done. I actually read that the last street circuit that Liam Lawson participated in mm-hmm. was Baku in F2, I believe two or three years ago. Mm. So what I'm saying is that's nothing. Like that's not a mm-hmm. reference point. You know, this is a, an Alphatari car, et cetera, et cetera. Um, what are your... Obviously, crystal ball aside and everything, like, what are your hopes or your thoughts on what Liam can do tomorrow? Mm, I mean, I'm not sure, again, because it's the Alpha Tauri that they're driving. Um, I do believe they had some updates, but I could be wrong. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, like, I see him in the top in the top 15 still. I don't yeah. know if he's going to be able to hold on to the top 10. I mean, if yeah. he does, I'll be very impressed. Uh, he definitely seems, like, composed and, like, calm. A little bit like, uh, you know, Oscar Piastri just like coming into the situation and just sort of like doing it, doing his thing. So um, in that respect, I definitely can see him at least, you know, having a good performance. But I just think that there's still faster cars. I mean, obviously, the two Red Bulls are going to come by him at some point, you know. So, um, you know, I think that's all you can kind of expect is maybe like a top 15. But honestly, a top 15 and and, and I'm with you. Top 15 is really what. Not only what what I expect, but I think it'd be fine for him. Yeah. Um, I think one factor is finishing the race mm-hmm. for Liam. I think is a, is is on its own a, an achievement because street circuit mistake puts you in the wall really easily. Right. Um, all these drivers have gotten a little messy during these practices and qualifyings. Um, so I think even finishing the race would be would be something that he should 
be proud of just because like it's very yeah. easy not to. And made it to Q3. Um, hopefully we'll put him in some sort of a, what do you call it when you put, uh, when you have someone who gets out of or is involved in a crime as a witness or witness protection, witness protection. <laughs> hopefully they'll put Liam Lawson in witness protection <laughs> so that Max Verstappen can't oh find God. him. Um, <laughs> Retaliate. Yeah. Um, we are in, amongst other things, we are Oscar Piastri fans. Mm-hmm. In this house. And sucks. He didn't get make it past Q1 after the Lance yeah, Stroll accident. Lance. So he will be starting um, really, 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 really far away from where we used to see mm-hmm. him. He's going to be 17th. Um, he just didn't have the time to put in a good lap on, in Q1 and then the Lance Stroll thing. So, damn, that, that... We'll see where he ends up, yeah. Oh, 11 through 15, 11th through 17th. Is is an interesting bunch because it's Max S five, and then it's Valtteri and Oscar. Yeah, like that can change so much at the start of the race. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on qualifying? Did, what, did like you what? in general, just in general, did you vibe? Mm-hmm. Did you enjoy it? Were you bored? Um, how no, did you I feel? Mean, I feel like how I always feel. I still feel like the ATA is my favorite format for quali. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, it didn't feel like super exciting. Obviously, like the two Red Bulls double elimination was like fun because it gives somebody else op- an opportunity yep. to like, you know, get pole or just like to see where the rest of the grid kind of like falls. But um, other than that, I just felt like it was, it was decent, you know, like I wasn't thrilled, but it wasn't like the yeah. worst thing I've ever seen. So <laughs> the people were, we are not as bad as Dominicali here. We would never wish broken legs upon a, uh, a Red Bull driver. Mm-mm. That said, that's weird. The people were enjoying the Red Bull thing. <laughs> yeah, because everybody wants to see something different. It's like you know, literally, this is, this is in contrast to them telling us like, "Isn't this great? Isn't this fun?" And like the fact that people are more excited for them to both not be making it to the last quality session is more exciting. Is just says a lot of like where the temperature actually is amongst like Formula One fans. So you know, of course they'll they'll ignore all of this data and still yeah. push for whatever their narrative is. But it is a very interesting as always, to see the the disparity between what the fans actually are enjoying and what they're telling us we should be enjoying. So, yeah. I was I was fascinated by all the things that Max Verstappen resorted to during qualifying the moment that his car isn't a rocket ship compared to wheelbarrows. Yeah. Because that's... Yeah. that's it was through FP1, through FP2, through FP3. They're not doing as well as they're usually doing. Q1 mm-hmm. shows up. They're not doing as well as they're supposed to be doing. And then is it a coincidence that Max Verstappen left Quali with three uh three penalties? Like yeah. like I don't think it's a coincidence <laughs> that he gets three penalties when he's not super absurdly uh in the lead because right. of his car. Right. Um but with that, that's quali, you know? That's quali. And you know what? We we appreciate so much for the people that, if you're not aware, Tasha uh, tweets out asking for predictions mm-hmm. for the race whenever we're done with Quali. Uh, uh, and we've got some tweets to read out for you. So, Tasha, why don't you go through the first tweet that we have? Um, I'm going to go with a tweet from... Uh, at Mutemba, uh, they say Lewis, George, Carlos, the Ferraris will chew, chew through their tires and Sir Lewis will come alive. I know it. Do you know it, Tasha? Do you know it? I feel it. Yeah. You I'm feel it. it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I wanted to uh, shout out Virgo season, Virgo season and mm-hmm. this is at Rainy Nori. Um, and she says... She wants a podium of signs. Okay. Okay. Fine. Okay. Ocon. Huh. And Magnuson. <laughs> and I'm like, girl, if this happens, like, I'm down with it. But girl, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you never know. She might be right. You so, do never yeah. know. You do well, never know. But anything I saw o- yeah. Ocon and Magnuson there. I'm like, shit. Play the lottery <laughs> if you get that podium right. Um. <laughs> uh, I liked a tweet from It's Greg72 He says signs Lewis and George um, Seems like a theme here 
I'm seeing a theme. I'm sensing. People are believing in signs. Yeah. People are believing yeah. in signs. Um, yeah. I wanted to, I, I really liked this reply because it was like, I hear your question, but <laughs> dot NMA, I'm going to say Nima, at AJ Maestro with a Y, answered to your prediction question. Mm -hmm. I don't have the energy to think of any other outcome other than Lewis finishing P1. I know that's right. You know, we're tired out here. Same. We've been here yeah. too. We 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 we're tired. So right. like sometimes, sometimes you just gotta say that's all I need. I don't care right. who's second and third. I don't care. But if Lewis Hamilton is number one, I'm sleeping well. That's all I'm that happy. matters. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah. Um, so thank you to all who uh tweeted out to us. Um we will Keep looking for your uh, comments, answers, tweets, and everything. We we do love to hear your feedback. Uh, and yeah, you know where to find us if you ever want to talk about anything. Um, <laughs> yeah, I kind of kind of locked up there. With the people's predictions yeah. aside, what is Tasha's prediction for Singapore GP? Okay, um, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go P1, Carlos Sainz. Okay, I am. I'm trying to put faith that Ferrari will just not get this wrong, um, mm -hmm. but we'll see. Um, I'm going to go, mm, I'm going to keep George in P2. And I'm going to either say Lando or Lewis for P3. Oh, I, really I, like I feel that like Lando is going to be a factor. But again, it's just, but see, the thing with these three, Ferrari, McLaren, Mercedes, the strategy situation can sometimes be a little sketch. So, you know, if everything goes well, if there's not a bunch of flags, which, you know, that could even be a factor at some point. Um, okay, Chris is telling me I can't have two for three. Okay. Cannot have. He said, girl, <laughs> pick one. Okay. Girl, she's a lady. Stick to girl, it. Girl, pick one. Okay, so I'm going to go signs, Russell, and... Hamilton. Okay. Science Russell <laughs> and Hamilton. Yes. That's a <laughs> not the all caps. He's like, pick one. <laughs> yes, our producer is Fine. saying pick Damn. one. <laughs> like um okay. okay. I really like that. I really like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm gonna be a party pooper and say Carlos does not finish in the podium. Mm. I am going to go with a I'm gonna go with my heart. Yeah, I I want. <laughs> I want a George Russell podium. He drove the shit out of that car. I want yeah. him first. First oh. is where I want him. I want a Lando Norris second. Okay. Give me a Lewis third. That's right. right. That's okay. right. That's Shaking right. I like table that. a little bit. I like that. I like that. <laughs> Sorry, Carlos. I just don't believe. I'm going to be honest. I don't believe in Carlos Sainz to get two back-to-back -back wins in a Grand Prix. I just Aww. don't. Don't have that in me. And maybe he'll prove me wrong. And that'll be great. But I do not have it in me to say he's going to win. Okay. Right. What is, we've, got a, we've got a note from oh, our... Uh, yes. Oh, Chris, Chris coming Chris in. Chris wants yes. to be involved. Yeah. Chris wants to be involved and he wants to say that his podium is Sir Lewis Hamilton, Lando mm -hmm. Norris, and George Russell. Okay. We'd love to see that too. All we, right. We, we, we'd love to see that I too. I love that no in, no, in, in, in none of these cases, no one has picked a Red Bull to even be on a podium. So I do, I just think it's interesting. I'm like, do we not have any faith in the RB19 to get it together for race pace? I don't know. Question it is Look, it, yeah. to be fair, to be fair, this yeah. isn't like a gimme like other tracks. Yeah. If you yeah, did not predict, if you did not predict Red Bull in the top three, you have all of the data from the free practices and qualifying to be like, I don't think they're doing that well. Right. Compared to how they're usually doing. Yeah. Because um, like typically if we, if we predict like, they killed it in practice or they were super close in qualifying to being in the podium or something like that. So it's yeah. like, it might happen. It could happen. It it's has been an happened. off weekend for them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. As Max so, has let us know on his radio. So yes, it has not been great for them. So angry. You would, you would, you would, you would forget that he's won the last 10 races. You know, yeah. you would for, suddenly forget that. So yeah. angry. So mature. So cool. Um, <laughs> So then we have additionally, let's pass him how. Um, so we have uh, Lewis starting at fifth. We have Alonso starting at seventh. Oh, got you. Okay. So super, yeah, this is an interesting note. Right now, the Formula One standings 
are Max first, Checo second. But mm. for third and fourth, we have Fernando Alonso in third with 170 points. Mm. And we have Lewis Hamilton uh, fourth with 164 points. So only six points separate them currently. Um, Lewis, is cur Lewis is starting fifth. Hamilton, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Lewis is starting fifth. Alonso is starting seventh this race. Mm -hmm. Do you think Lewis passes Alonso in the standings this race, gets those six mm -hmm. extra points and goes up to third place? I mean, I guess it just really depends on the race that Alonso has. You know, yeah. again, if, if Lewis, I think, can capitalize and get a podium, which I'm hoping for. Uh, yeah, I don't see that, why not. But I guess it also depends on where Alonso finishes as well. Like, you know, if he's able to to keep some sort of gap close, you know, because at one point they were only like a point apart from each other. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's very possible he can hang on to it by like a thread. But I, I definitely I like know. that you have two Mercedes in front of in front of Alonso. So yeah. so that should tell you that if the Mercedes were together, you know, it should be that the two Mercedes end in front of Alonso. But that's actually yeah. that's actually a great storyline. Uh thank you Chris for that one. Yeah. We we did not have that in the plans, but that's actually super interesting because it is just six points. Let me piggyback on that because just to this is also super interesting in the same in the same line of thought. Um Sainz is mm -hmm. fifth right now with 117 points. Leclerc is sixth with 111 points. Mm -hmm. So the two Ferraris are also separated by just six points in the standings. So let's see what happens this race. If Sainz gets himself that podium, yeah. then it's it's going to be even a bigger lead. And not, not to go super into it, but Tasha, do you think if like Carlos Sainz ends this season with more points than Leclerc, mm -hmm. which, which seems doable, do you think Ferrari would even for a second say like, maybe not say but like, do you think Ferrari would actually consider Leclerc as our first driver? I'm, I'm sorry, Sainz is our first driver and Leclerc is our second? No. I mean, I, I honestly, I think they're like, they bet all in on Charles. I think mm -hmm. they're going to re-sign Sainz. I don't really see why they wouldn't or shouldn't. Like, I don't see another person who can take that seat. Yeah. Um, unless it's some sort of team dynamic thing, like where he this, he's just really hard to work with and maybe they want somebody else there. Um, but the results are the results and he definitely is doing much better this season than Charles is. So I don't, I just don't see a world where they get rid of him uh, for no reason. But I also just feel like, you know, um, I think Carlos's confidence is growing to the point where I think he maybe will see himself looking for other options. So, you know, maybe it's not so much will Ferrari keep him, but it's like, do I want to stay at Ferrari type of thing? I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Absolutely. That's the vibe I get. But yeah. yeah. Um, mentioned, mentioned that Lewis won from in 2017 from fifth. Max mm -hmm. has never won in Singapore. And Alonso this year, this race mm -hmm. um, cleared, will clear most laps driven by anybody in F1 at nice. 20,000 laps. Damn. Um, so, yeah, interesting stuff. <laughs> Long haul. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's so many. Imagine doing anything 20,000 times. Um, but, yeah. That is qualifying for Singapore. We Yay. are excited to see uh, how the race shapes up tomorrow. Obviously, mm -hmm. we'll be watching. Um, if you're still listening or are still watching or anything, feel free to leave us a comment, a review, subscribe to our channels, download our episodes, share with a friend, share with your mom, share with your sister, your brother, who cares? Share with everybody. We have fun <laughs> here. Um, we will be back with a main pod next week. Uh, Nyasha, I'm sure, will break down what he likes and dislikes in Singapore. Um, but we will, and we will, we will be back either way. It doesn't matter if it's an <laughs> off week or, or if it's a race week. Saturday. Yes. Yeah, Saturday, Saturday show for a reason. I do, yeah. I, I can't do, I can't do accents for, I can either. I, just, I will never I try that again. <laughs> I guarantee you, I guarantee that when my younger brother watches this episode, he's going to text me and be like, don't ever. Don't ever yeah, try accents again, again on the podcast because yeah. yeah. we are very clear that I cannot do accents. Um, <laughs> thank you very much to all who watch. Thank you very much for all of you who are on, in the comments. Uh, I, we do a pretty good job about both reading the comments and then just having a conversation. Um, obviously, it's the internet, but if we ever see something disrespectful or anything like that, you know, 
go off, but we're just going to ignore it. So we don't really bother with that. But if you have anything you want to add to the show or anything like that, feel free to reach out. Um, but yeah, I've been Mario and this has been the qual the post quality show for the Singapore GP. You can find me in, I close threads, by the way, threads is as can't be asked. So now you can find me on Twitter, <laughs> on Twitter or Instagram at Mario underscore APM. Um, Tasha, where can the people find you? I'm on Twitter, threads, and Instagram at Tasha. So, yes. You're not no, not the other Instagram account? No. no? I have okay. a specific Instagram account for F1 and hang you're out with you guys. You're such a professional. Yeah. I'm fucking telling you. I just feel like people don't really care about the beauty stuff on FY. I don't know. You guys let me know. But yeah, you can. As if we're not all, yeah. as if we're not all dying for Lewis Hamilton to drop the skincare routine over here in F1. Yeah. Like. I'm waiting. I'm in King. I'm first in line. Drop Literally. the line. As soon as he lets me know what video. sunscreen he's using, I'm buying 50. So. Yeah. 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 All right. Yes. Well, thank you very much to everybody. <laughs> Tasha, take us away, please. Thank you guys again for listening. We really appreciate you. And remember, no matter what happens in life, keep it on the black stuff. Bye. Please.